and welcome to the MBS Show's Reviews and Discussion Podcast. Um, I, I guess this is under the umbrella. I'm your host, Norman Sanzo, and joining me today is Jacob. Hello, everybody. I hope your weekend's gone better than mine and Norman's. Yeah, I mean, our weekends were rough. Yeah, our weeks were really rough. But hey, um, we, we're here. We're here right now. We're... Uh, kind of enjoying our weekend with doing things that are not frustrating us, I guess. Yeah. So, in today's show, we're going to try and do something different. Um, this is usually a Patreon exclusive where uh, we I do a series called Stay A While And Listen. And in this series is just basically me talking to you guys at home about things that tickles my fancy or stuff. And this week, or this time, I feel like talking about how we got started with Yu-Gi-Oh! and where that lead us to, well, wherever we are now. So, Jacob, um, would you like me to start or would, or would you like to start? You're free to go. Alright. So, uh, if you guys got no idea what Yu-Gi-Oh! is, um, it originally started as a manga about a freakishly good uh, person who knows how to play games. Uh, he picks up a game and he automatically knows how to play it. Uh, and they call him the king of games. So, okay, that's pretty cool. But as time goes on, uh, the creator created a in-world card game called Duel Monsters, inspired by Magic the Gathering. And after that's done, the the card game kind of got really popular and surpassed whatever concept that uh, the creator um, had. Uh, The creator was... Kazuki Takahashi. Yeah. So he, mm-hmm. so uh, he, he had this whole concept, but suddenly card games became popular and he just like, okay, I'll guess I'll do that now. So getting back on track um, with me, I remember buying my first structure deck and... Me not knowing how to play Yu-Gi-Oh at all, no having reference or anything like that, I just bought two structured decks, and those were the original Yu-Gi Muto and Seto Kaiba decks. And starter deck. yep, starter decks, and they were serviceable. It was it wasn't powerful, it wasn't balanced, it was just oh, it was how how would you describe those decks, man? Basic. Basic, yep. Oh yeah, they, they were basic, they were basic. So, I started with those two and kind of try to understand what the hell is this game. The rule books were almost non-existent. And mind you, this was 1999 or 2000, something like that, where the internet was not 
readily available. So there's no YouTube video on how to play. There's no uh, websites to teach you how to play the game and whatnot. So basically, you just have to kind of look at the manga for reference. So uh, there's there, 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 so this my start. Uh, what about you, Jacob? Well, for me, how I got into good started right back uh, in the early 2000s. Basically, we didn't really have that much American television or anything else. We, most of the channels that we had on TV were German or uh, Italian, basically from our neighbors. And one of the um, on one of the German channels, well, it basically was playing. Uh, anime that was German dubbed <laughs> to um, throughout the afternoon about the time when I usually got back from school. And well, uh, one of those uh, animes that were playing during that time besides uh, U what was it? Uh, Dragon Ball and Sailor Moon. Well, it was Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> and well, I sort of got uh, dragged into the whole story and then I don't know what year it was, but sometime in the early 2000s, when this thing was already now uh, available in Europe, I sort of stumbled upon it in my uh, local game shop. And I got so excited because I swear I had the... What do you call it? Um, When you dream about the future. Uh, oh, a premonition? Yeah. Basically, mm -hmm. the, the, the night before when I went to bed, I sort of dreamt about Yu-Gi-Oh! for the first time in my <laughs> I was really it was really jarring when I went to the game store that I usually went every every day after school and found this. But of course unfortunately then I had a job because I was the only one who watched this and there was uh. nobody else to play it. So I sort of got one of my uh friends uh well I sort of dragged him into into <laughs> this to watch the anime. And at that point, we basically already had the parasites, and so they could the, download the English uh, dubbed episodes from. Oh the, God! No. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I know for kids, but it, it is what it is. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, for me, uh, I didn't really watch the anime at all. Like, uh, we, if I, if I'm trying to remember right. Uh, we didn't get the anime at all because even if I did, uh, most of the shows were kind of all over the place. So what what got me in besides um, buying the cards was just the manga. Uh, the manga was in my language, uh, Malay. So uh, kept up with that. Also had a friend who was into it. So we um, buy mangas, buy cards, try to play and whatnot. And we, you know, we kind of got off or, or leap from there. Uh, the, the manga was something else, like, oh, that, that's cool and whatnot. But uh, this was the time where, oh man, things with the game were kind of starting to develop slowly. But uh, I, I'll, I'll talk about that one later. So uh, with me buying booster packs, uh, having a LGS that, brings them in uh just just getting it and playing it 
and trying to understand the game, which, mind you, uh, my cards were in Japanese. <laughs> so, yeah, good luck with that, motherfucker. <laughs> so, yeah, um... <laughs> like, I had a love-hate relationship with Yu-Gi-Oh! Because the game was frustrating at points. In what way? In the fact that I, mean, I don't understand the cards. <laughs> oh, that. Yep, man. It was so... It was so frustrating. But I found a workaround. And the workaround wow. is... By playing the GBA version of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Game Boy Ad Advanced Yu-Gi-Oh! Yep. Mm -hmm. So, what uh, was that? Oh man, uh, remember me saying that? Oh no, um, I, I there's uh, there's no internet and whatnot, and yeah, uh, internet was kind of hard to get by, and even when you do have internet, the baseline of what you're getting is just okay uh game FAQ exists uh you download a gba rom you manage to download the Yu-Gi-Oh game i'm trying to remember what the game was but yeah uh you manage to get all that and okay you play the card game and it's not a full library you have to insert cheats to get all the cards and whatnot and in the end it works, I guess. Uh, let me World Championship Tournament 2004, maybe. I'm. I, I see the pictures, but I don't see screenshots. God damn it! Why? Why don't you give me screenshots, game? It could be this one, maybe. Let me double check. The, uh, did you play this one? I remember playing uh, a ROM version of. Uh... Of Game Boy Advance, the game at some point, but I can't remember which one it was. Honestly, I just remember that it was sort of sticking to the Yu-Gi-Oh, to the official card game, but it was also sort of uh, sticking into the you know those nonsensical rules, like the one where uh, what what was it? The attributes that basically uh, have uh, one up or one another. Do you understand? Uh, like, uh, if a light monster fights a dark monster, then dark monsters automatically get destroyed to you, and if the light monster has less attack, then... Oh, yeah, they're not... That, that was dumb. They, they, uh, I didn't get that that one. Like, no, that was... No, this was kind of uh, straight to the point, really. Uh, you move your character, you fight with the opponent, and this was the time uh, in-game... The story was you were in the Battle City arc. Uh, yeah, because you... like I don't know how many games of these are. Like the champ World Championship Tournament for in two thousand four is one of them, and for the other ones, I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to look for. Yeah, I'm trying to look for it at the same time too. But I I remember it was a GBA uh game because if I'm not mistaken, I bought the physical game and played. <laughs> Played it there too. Is it GBA? Yeah, it is advanced. It wasn't GameCube. Not yes. I don't. Yeah, no. PSP. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I remember starting out with advanced, then moving on to PSP. 
But we should we should have advanced game that I play. <laughs> oh man. But whatever it is, man, whatever it is, um uh, game was cool, I think. The only other Yu-Gi-Oh game that I remember was uh, Forbidden Memories, the one for the PlayStation. Was PlayStation. Oh, oh yeah, and Duel of the Roses. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god, Duel of the Roses is dumb. You're gonna have to explain that because I I'm not a console kid. So I never oh had Oh my god. Alright, Duel of the Roses is your quote unquote. Yu-Gi-Oh! Your standard Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, game battle where you have your board and whatnot. But the problem is, it uh, it had <laughs> they kind of played the elemental game where uh, your board does this, your board does that, and it was it was how do I put this? You're you're expecting to play Yu-Gi-Oh! But now play Yu-Gi-Oh! with something else attached to it. So it was not, f- it was not fun, but it was entertaining to say the least. And at the same time, too, your uh, Yugi and the rest—they're they're still Yugi, Joey, and so on—but they're like quote unquote historical figures. So uh, it's kind of a what you call this uh, blast from the past history kind of game, but not really because your characters are fighting with car. I'm uh, sorry, with Monsters instead, like oh my god, it's just so dumb. <laughs> like it was dumb. It was it was it was dumb. Uh, so um, looking here, there's three PS2 games. Yeah, Duel Duel of the Roses. Yeah, let's throw throw that crap to the garbage because the the art's not like that. Uh, and then you got Capsule Monster Coliseum. Uh, that that's that's something else. Then you got uh Yu-Gi-Oh GX Tech Force Evolution. Not sure what that is, but still. Uh, so um, uh, what else were we talking about again? Uh, let's see. So yeah, um, if I'm not mistaken, um, uh, yeah, my workaround for understanding how to play the card game was just playing the GBA game and uh practicing it there and. Then meeting real life people playing the game. Also, I was wrong with some of the card effects because some of the cards they didn't. Uh, it's not translated, but they didn't uh, transfer to the real world game because uh, those cards are old, and I got <laughs> I started getting new cards. So like, screw you. <laughs> Uh, yep, love hate relationship with the cards because I can't reach the stuff. Oh god damn it. Uh boys. So what about you? How did you start learning to play the card game? I'm pretty sure there, there was actually a manual on how to play in the uh in the first starter and starter decks of uh, Yugi and Kai. I'm pretty sure that they, they were in there. They they are, they were, they were. Um, I just didn't uh read them. <laughs> it was just a bit jarring because you saw you got used to watching season one of Yu-Gi-Oh, and then uh, well, actually, it was a bit easier because uh, I think 
Battle City tournament was starting to come out at that time, so it was a lot easier to digest that the rules are starting to become a bit more coherent, what they're supposed to be. But at the same time, too, uh, at the same time, too, Yu-Gi-Oh's rules for the proper card game and the anime are two separate different monsters. Like, they're, they're two separate beasts. One's one to do this, the other one's to do that. And then like, oh, it's not like that. Oh man, oh that doesn't make sense. Why is it not? Why why it's not like that? I mean, like, oh no, okay, that's yeah. not. So that that I was. Guess, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I guess when they were originally making the card rule for that one specific, they sort of uh, relate on how the bad the power creep was gonna become. So uh, they changed for the TCG and the well, the anime manga remain the same thing. I mean, you can just look at the card of sanctity. This completely different uh, in the TCG compared to the anime. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! That that's that's a frustrating part, right? Like, oh man, having the card game versus the uh and manga or anime being two different rule sets is just frustrating could you I, I don't know if you could imagine this or not but just looking at how this card works versus how the real effect works can get you in embarrassing moments like that happened to me because you couldn't read Japanese and the those that did were basically well they did something yeah okay uh, a good example is this um there's a card for uh yugi he used um a magic box something like that or something to call the dark magician girl and uh, oh no the dark the, oh god damn it i forgot the card but it was just so bad when an opponent uses i i thought it was something like the uh what you call this anime version and they say it wasn't like Fuck you then! Oh my god. Like, it was just frustrating. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh! was just frustrating for me. Ugh. Sorry, well... Which, I'm trying to remember which box you're referring to. Uh, let's see uh, if I can even find that stupid... Like, here's, here's another frustrating what, thing. What Sorry? Do, Dark, sorry, Dark Magic Curtain, uh, if I'm not mistaken. On another side, you know, the web page or the wiki page for the Yu for for Yu-Gi-Oh wiki it's it's kind of sep <laughs> it's kind of more focusing on the what you call this? Uh more focusing on the uh, anime instead of the card game. So when you're trying to look for something, you're trying to look at least for the cards. It's not there. They they don't they don't want to show you anything about the cards. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So basically, you wanted to sell Dark Magician Girl, but the rules completely different. You can only sell Dark Magician. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're reading it now, you you can see what it says at the what you call this, uh, um, in the I think it is in the trivia if there is. God damn it. 
Ah, boys. Uh, and oh my god, the the structure deck, the oh god. Yep. The the structure deck here is not great at all. Like the way to get oh my god, I'm so frustrated right now. Starter decks, I. And yeah, oh wow, did um, I'm frustrated. God damn it. Uh, okay, um structure deck. Yeah, okay, let's see if I can find Um I I want to give up. I, I don't want to, I don't want to look at this anymore. <laughs> so um What about you? Anything frustrating about you, Gio, that you kind of uh, remember and want to hate. <laughs> I can uh, say one. Okay, what was when, when the game first came out, me and my friend fucked up because we were constantly buying tons of the first uh, first booster prize, the Legends of Blue Eyes White Dragon, which is kind of. Oh. Okay, I'm a sucker for nostalgia. And that pack was fun to open. Yeah, but then you don't get the necessary cards that you basically acquire. Like, okay, there is something that, this, uh, that was really frustrating, in, especially in the early part of Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, Yu and this goes back to the Legend of Blue Eyes White, White Dragon booster pack, because some of the cards that you require for basic function of some of the lesser cards you couldn't have them because there was such high rarity like polymerization for example it's super rare but you, you need to have it if you want to play like some of the fusions that are like common oh my god I know what you mean poly poly is uh, polymerization being a rare at the time was Like, oh yeah i mean it's one of those key key cards that uh makes you uh, okay i kind of get why they put it at uh super um super rare was it yeah where it was a full foil i, I kind of get it because it was a card where um uh, by just using two monsters and this card and those monsters doesn't need to be in the battlefield they just be in your hand and you can summon a strong monster i get it but the problem is your whole gimmick was to uh, promote the fusion stuff and setting polymerization at super rare or secret no super rare was just dumb and short printing it was also dumb like just put it at a rare and it, it probably work. No, Yu-Gi-Oh! Pack... Okay, how how did booster packs work for you back in the days? No, you went to the store and you bought it. No, what I mean is uh, the pack rarity. Because uh, over here, well, um, I, I bought Japanese packs. So one pack has five cards in them. And uh, at the back of the pack 
So you know, uh, in a pack, you you're not guaranteed to get a rare card. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure that it was set up that at least one of the cards that were were of some rarity. Yeah, I the, remember. the Japanese one don't give shits. So you you didn't get any uh what you gonna call this um you didn't get any uh handout. So either you get a rare or you get nothing. <laughs> so I remember buying packs just oh god that was those were the days man those were the days so frustrating oh now i'm getting pissed off with Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> i thought this was going to be one of those cases where oh Yu-Gi-Oh, fun i remember back in the days now i'm just pissed off <laughs> yeah and then there's also the initial power creep that came uh the game because you know how, like, there were some cards already that were, uh, I don't know. I think this, uh, the, this sort of uh, messed up with the post-Japanese release because some of the cards that were, like, level 5 or something, they had, like, 1,500 attack mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. But you already have monsters that were already level uh, what was it? 1800, 1800 something like that, yeah. But they were level 4. So you could already sound. And this was especially noticeable uh, with Kaiba because you had several monsters that were like 1,800 oh, attack points. Yeah. Like like the the, the base stru- uh, starter deck, Yugi versus Kaiba, the base starter deck, there's already a power creep. Your... Your key monster, Soyugi, is a Dark Magician whose uh, attack power is 2,500 and its defense is 2,100. While Kaiba's Blue-Eyes White Dragon is 3,300 and 2,500 for defense. So it's like the disparity of the power level there is just messed up. Yeah, and then you have to take into account how quickly Kai was able to summon the Blue-Eyes White Dragon on the field because he's got a lot of dragons and foot of summoning dragons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That... yeah. Mm-hmm. It was sort of screwed in this, uh, in this case. Yeah, if you, if you were playing uh, what you call this, the starter deck back in the days, just with that basic, uh, what you gonna call this deck? You you better be playing smart with Yugi because you're not gonna win games with Kaiba's raw power. Yeah. And also, man, uh, what cards did Yugi have to negate? Let's see. Trap. Oh, yeah, that's not gonna work for him. Fourth is not gonna work. Reverse trap, that's cool. Dark Horse, probably the only thing that could counter it. Are you sure? Oh, if... I, I, I remember. Okay, let me, let me see if I can find the pack. Because, okay, uh, during my time when I was starting to buy into Yu Gi Oh! and stuff and getting more stuff, there was a there was a premium pack. Um, uh, premium. Oh yeah, he had Dragon Capture Jar. Uh, that was about the only 
that was the only reason it existed to, to counter Kaiba. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, guess that can work, I guess. So, yeah, um, back in the days, uh, they were, whatchamacallit, they were uh, certain cards, like um, for Yugi, uh, in Yu-Gi-Oh, there's things called premium packs. Uh, they're kind of additional boosters or special boosters to um, kind of get exclusive cards. And I remember buying premium pack because, uh, well, it was focusing on Yugi. And he had a lot of uh, fun cards in them. And one of the few cards that you could put inside uh, the your deck to bump up Yugi's deck is uh, the premium pack 4. And in that pack, there are 6 cards. And I'll just list them down for you. Uh, those cards are Dark Magician Girl, Dark Magician, Thousand Knife, Dark Magic Curtain, Mystic Box, and Magic Cylinder. And all of these cards, when you take a look at them, uh, Dark Magician Girl is a mediocre card. Yeah. It's six. It's level 6 card, so that means you need to tribute one monster to pull it out. And it only gets 300 power for every Dark Magician or Dark Magician. Uh, sorry, a Magician of Black Chaos in the graveyard. And the chances of you getting three or at least two Dark Magicians in the graveyard is a bit ridiculous. And max power for her will be just uh 2900 and and i'm not talking about magician uh, of black chaos because magician of black chaos you need to get how would you call this you need to get a um fusion of it out so basically uh, sorry no it's a ritual yeah you, you need to dump it and how do you basically it's no it's no no like I got no the idea how to do it. You, the only way it would work if you use it as a dis, uh, for this card. Oh boy, yeah, yeah. Good luck with that one if you can manage to do it. Oi. So yeah, oh man. man. So what else? Uh, Dark Magician. Uh, it was using the um evil version of Dark Magician. You remember in the manga or? in the anime where there was another guy who's using a dark magician but his dark magician oh, is yeah. black and red yeah so uh there's uh that card's there too thousand knife is great thousand knife is an awesome card i think is it yeah you have a dark magician on the field and you destroy one monster <laughs> this was that was powerful back in the day nowadays like you have to say that oh yes i need a black magician on the battlefield and i need thousand knife to destroy a monster wait what what did you do you negate the what what <laughs> i mean if you look at it you already had the single monster destructions they were just well you need specific conditions like official you had to destroy the monster that has the lowest attack and well that's easy to exploit if there's only one monster in the field mm-hmm that is true, but but here's the thing. Um, Dark Magic Curtain. Yeah, I I remember, I remember this freaking card. God damn it. Oh boy. Okay, but here's the thing. 
you need thousand okay, you want to activate thousand knife, you need to get a black magician on the sorry, dark magician onto the battlefield, right? So yeah. uh black uh what was this? Uh Dark Magic Curtain is a way for you to get him out without paying two mon uh sorry, without tributing two monsters. So the card is pay half your life. Pay half your life. Special yeah. summon one dark magician from your deck. Specifically from your deck. You cannot summon another monster the turn you activate this card this turn, but you can set. Wait, what? Yeah. So, basically what you're going to do is, okay, I'm going to pay half my life to get a Dark Vision in my deck out onto the battlefield. But what if you're the type of player that only has one Dark Magician? And that thing is in your hand or grave. You're screwed. Also, half your life? I guess the power creep is... Oy, oy, oy. Well, I mean, uh, it is easier than having to have three-card combo in order to summon one uh, 3,000 attack points. Uh, I guess, but... Man... N now I'm... <laughs> now I'm very interested in just trying out the structure deck for Yugi and playing it as it is with the knowledge I have now. Yeah. Actually, I was, my friend was sort of talking about trying to, uh, at some point, uh, try uh, to have a duo with uh, structured decks that were like 20 years ago, but well, time sort of passed and we sort of the cards went out the window, some of the really old ones, especially the ones that are from uh, Let's Do Blue White Dragon. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, if if this conversation that we're having right now somehow gets, I mean, some can somehow get some chatter with the um, audience at home or whatever it is, we, we can probably do it ourselves. Uh, there's online places to kind of build your deck and try it out, right? Well, yeah, there's Project Ignis. It's basically a program that runs all the up-to-date Yu-Gi-Oh cards and you can even uh, play in certain uh, specific band lists. Yeah, I mean, that's that's technically what we're doing, right? Uh, what we want to do. But what we want to do is basically just try to play with the... Um, man, this is going to be hard for me to... Uh, describe because what I'm thinking is playing with the Japanese uh, Yugi deck volume 2 but I don't think you have that so I, I guess we need to kind of have a middle ground of what do we do with our what you call this uh, decks like do we find what was it what do you mean volume 2 yeah um in, uh, you know what, I'll just send you the deck list. Because in Japan, or in the Japanese version of the card game, uh, the Yugi structure deck, there's volume 1 and there's volume 2. And the volume 2 cards um, featured Dark Paladin. Who is kind of interesting build. Yep. Um kind of uh, a fusion between Dark Magician and Buster Blade. Buster Blader, yes. So, yeah. 
Oh, the hold on. Oh yeah, I don't I don't think we had that. I I'm I'm pretty sure there was a structure deck, Yugi, but uh, yeah, the the English version is a bit different. But oh, you know what? You know what? If if the um people at home would like to see it, we, we can probably do it. It's not that it's not that hard. We'll just build whatever deck list that uh we both agree on and try to do it and see how it goes. And yeah, this gonna. Uh, I'm I'm sure nothing bad will happen. <laughs> Isn't there supposed to be a new version of uh, Yugen Kaba starter that they're supposed to come out at some point? I got no idea, and I have, <laughs> and I don't want to know. <laughs> because okay, here's the thing. Um, um, to be honest, I've dropped Yu-Gi-Oh like a bad habit for a long time now. Hence this discussion that we're having because. Uh, it's it's fun to run down memory lane, and I. Some of you may know that I've been playing Magic: The Gathering now, and Magic is its own beast. I'll let's just say that, and I haven't been keeping up with Yu-Gi-Oh at all, and funny enough, I've been keeping up with. Uh, ma- sorry, Magic. And the latest thing that is coming out from there is Lord of the Rings. And that is his own headache on his own. So I, no, no. Uh, and it's boy. got its own problems that's been carrying recently. Uh, I just want to I just want to go nostalgia, man. I just want to play um Yu-Gi-Oh with a friend who wants just to play silly stuff. Do you want to play silly stuff, man? Yeah, sure. That's what we got gold for, man. Yeah, you know what? Structure deck Yugi Muto 2016. Oh, show show me the deck list, man. Show, show me the deck list. I I want to see how how dumb this deck is. Oh my god! There's cards that I, I don't think I've ever seen. Oh, this one. Oh, it's similar in color tone to what I showed you, but I'm guessing the insights were bad. Where's the deck list? You okay. Got, you got Magnet oh. Warrior. Sorry. I no, this is the newer one. This is the good one. I remember buying this one. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, before I dropped it like a bad habit, I, I kind of got into it and bought uh this deck and a little bit more of uh singles to bump up the power and whatnot. And it, it was it was fun. It was fun. Uh, certainly pull out, uh, pull a lot of crap out of it, like uh, Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Valkyrion, um, a, a lot of the Magnet stuff. Uh, the Queen Jack, <laughs> that, that that's all gone. <laughs> so you know what? Ah, this this would be fun. This would be fun. I I would like to play an English version of this deck and see how it goes. Buster played the sword. Oh, this one. Oh, they they inserted this one in here really now. No, not in the Japanese set. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Alright, yeah, yeah. Um I'm seeing where this is going and yep. This is gonna be fun. I, I can clearly tell this is gonna be dumb fun. But of course we have to remember that all of the starter decks and structure decks. Oh, they have this one big fatal flaw. 
what is it? One card. Ah, yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Like. Yeah, when we start with the original Yu Gi Oh! It, it seems like that's completely normal. But then there's, there was this one episode in the. Uh, in the Battle City tournament, where Yugi fought, where Joe and Yugi fought against the rare hunter, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this episode basically teaches you how important it is to have a consistent deck with multiple cards that are of the same name. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh my god, oh my god. Okay, here, here, okay. One of the best part about Yu Gi Oh is that you can only have three copies of a card in a deck. Unlike magic, where you need to have four. <laughs> so, four. the minus one. Yep, four. four. Man, don't get How me even... For magic? Uh, your library size, uh, your library, or your deck size, uh, minimum is 60. Oh, boy. Which is not bad, really. It depends on, it depends on the game and the speed you're going at. Uh, if you're playing um, Commander, uh, that is a singleton format with a 100-card deck. Boy. Which is not bad, really. I mean, it sounds scary. And here's the thing. Every card inside your deck is only one copy, except for basic lands. Yeah. Wrap your head around that, because that's going to be fun. Well I guess I sort of get more uh, interested in Yu-Gi-Oh because it has a much faster start compared to Magic. Because I remember way, 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 way back in the day when this uh, demo CD came out for Magic the Gathering, you play a specific deck. And I realized how really slow the start of the game is when you need to put up the lands in order to even summon no. Wait, do yeah. you need lands to summon or to attack with monsters? No, um, lands are just resources that you use to summon your... Uh, to, uh, oh. to cast spells. So, uh, 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 yeah, like I mentioned before, lands are just resources to cast spells. Uh, unlike Yu-Gi-Oh! where you just play a monster, uh, 4 and lower are free, 5 and 6 are 1 tribute, 7 and higher are 2 tributes. Um, of course, you know that certain conditions uh, may want you to tribute three monsters to uh, summon this monster or even uh, use a certain card to get out another monster. So, yeah, there, there's pros and cons. Yeah. I guess the well, Hearthstone basically took up more after magic. But over there, you, you, it also wraps up, ramps up a mm -hmm. bit faster because you get uh, more mana each turn. each turn. Yeah, so basically, uh, you're you're not mana screwed, as they say in Magic. Yeah, yeah basically. Mm -hmm. But hey, um, you know what? I feel like we got next week's project if we want to do something, and I I I'm excited. I'm excited for it, man. Oh, are we going to have a duel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to bring out my duel this. <laughs> okay, you want to know what? I, I say that as a joke, but I fucking own a duel this. Oh, yeah? Which one? A GX the version. One. 
No GX. Oh, oh man. Oh man, it needed even fit the car. Sorry, no. No, it's not even GX. It's five Ds. What did the five Ds look like? I forgot. Ah oh, man, let let uh, me sh let me see because uh each duelist has different uh you. Uh, let's see. Oh God. Uh, this is gonna be dumb. Was it this one? No, it's not the. It's not the wrong one. This. Yeah, it's this one. Uh, let me just open image and tab. Okay, and then where are you? Okay, it's Discord. This one. There we go. That's the thing that I got. Oh, that's the original. Oh, oh, it, it looks exactly the same like the one for uh, the original series. Mm -hmm. Yep, this is what I got. And one of the few reasons to get this card is because of Starlight. Uh, uh, it's one of those trap cards. Starlight something dragon. Oh, God damn it. Dumbass. <laughs> Spend good money on that shit. <laughs> How much dare I ask? Oh man, um, if I'm not mistaken, it was 500 ringgit. Uh, let me, you know what? I have a calculator right now. Let me see. Uh, okay, let me see the conversion rate between, um, European. Yeah, I need to add the currency for Europe because, yep, Europe, let's go. Um, uh, okay, here we go. Close this one. 500. It's about 100 euros. Oof. But here's a... Yeah. But it gives you a lot of things. Uh, the dual disc, the card sleeves, uh, four exclusive... Quote-unquote exclusive cards. And... Yeah, I mean... <sighs> you know, I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Dumb. So yeah. Oh boy. I'm, I'm gonna end it here because going going through nostalgia like this is really hurting me. I just got to play card games, man. <laughs> ah, it's good. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I guess. I wish Silver was here to share in his uh in this uh, in our misery of this. We could have a three by duel. Oh god! Don't no. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! doesn't facilitate those kind of gameplays, like... <sighs> I mean, you, you, it basically functions that you actually try to screw one over the other. Oh, man. Okay, uh, before we officially end, uh, have you tried any other card game besides um, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic? I, I know you talk about touching a bit of Magic, but have you uh, tried anything else? No, no, I tried Hearthstone. That's about it. Ah, alright. So basically, um, for physical card games, it's just Yu-Gi-Oh! then? Yeah. It was the most uh, available... Well, apart from Magic, they were the most available cards that were they were selling. Mm, I see, I see, I see. Alright. Um, for me personally, I've tried all of them. Like, whatever that I can get my hands on at the LGS 
because I I played Yu-Gi-Oh. I played a card game called Card Fight Vanguard. I played a Pokemon. I played um what else? Um White Schwartz. I played uh Magic. Yeah, Magic. I I played um what else? Uh, Buddy Fight. I played. I touch a bit on Flesh and Blood. So technically there's seven card games that I touched. And the one that kind of um, stuck my interest was just uh, Magic somehow. Magic kind of pulled me in with the complexity of the card game, the uh, community, I guess, and also the uh, story and lore. I, I don't know. But yeah... Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't. Oh. I'm. I guess people are wondering what uh, made me fell off Yu-Gi-Oh, and I'm. I'm guessing it's the. No, I'm not guessing. I'm. I. I think I know. Uh, the reason why I uh, fell off Yu-Gi-Oh is because of a the ban list, uh, and b the hyper competitive nature of all Yu-Gi-Oh decks. That really uh, turned me off on the game totally. I'm I'm, I'm honestly okay with the ban list because well, not everybody can afford like the most uh, like I don't know broken cards that you can get. And uh, let me just uh, tell you a little story. Like back when I was younger and we were playing you know. The Carster in the capital actually organized the, an official Battle City tournament, so to Ooh, speak. Nice, awesome. Yeah. Basically, we all got about two quote-unquote uh, map pieces, and then we do it one another. And then we quickly realized how bad things were when, well, other people, we were just like a couple of guys from the countryside. And then there's the the city kids who have like I don't know how much money to waste, and they have so much of those broken cards. Like I remember, just about everybody had about had about three uh, anvils of the beginning and anvils of the end, and they were all running chaos decks. Oh God, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. yeah, basically the way I see it, bandits are just find my book because well there's so many broken cards that you just can't have multiple copies of them. Uh, yeah but but for That's me personally anyway. Yeah. But for me personally it's I was there when the band list first started. <laughs> because I was running a uh Yatagarasu lock deck with uh Chaos Emperor Dragon at the uh, starting engine. So basically, what you do is you got Chaos Emperor Dragon out. You have Sun Gun. You destroy everything, and then you get Yatagarasu out, and then you just ping for damage. And yeah, that the, the opponent couldn't yeah. get yeah. Lock. Mm -hmm. This was way back in the days. Uh, this this was way back in the days. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm not too salty with the ban list. I think what really turned me off was just the absurd reprints what do you mean like i know reprints are great 
but just imagine if you bought a certain card and the card costs you about a hundred bucks or something like that and knowing that okay it's a hundred bucks uh that's awesome that's cool this will pump up my deck a bit more then somebody gets a cheaper version of it yep and even worse yep yep and even worse back then there was a policy there was a rule where uh, promotional cards are not allowed in sanctioned tournaments. So, you bought that promotional card for a hundred bucks, and then suddenly you've been told that, nope, you cannot use it. That turned me off real fast, and like, you know what, screw this, I'm not even interested anymore. Honestly, don't remember <laughs> any of that happening to us on this side. Everybody just like this. <clears throat> Well, but still, uh, digital version of the game is there. Uh, I I heard that. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, yeah, there's also those. Uh, well, you can basically download them any, anywhere at this point. Uh, Duel Links, yes. Well, yes, Duel Links, but also the first three uh, official uh, PC games. I forgot. To what the other ones the first two were but I know that the last one is called Joey the Passion oh god screw those games those those no 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 I, I know okay. yeah, because you start with shoot cards and it takes like really long and multiple uh, losses before you can actually get something good but here's the thing I, I understand those games are needed like you kind of uh, have to start somewhere, right? So yeah, I, I understand it, but at the same time, too, those games were not representative of the finished product. And I, I think Duel Links, from what I saw, is kind of a nice, what you call this, in between to learn how to play the game, understand the game, and get frustrated with the game. So yeah, oh my god. <laughs> so am I am I missing anything? Because uh, looking here, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh has a lot of versions coming out right now. Ay ay ay. Yep. Nope. <clears throat> nope. Nope. So yeah, I, I'm guessing yeah, that's about it for now. Yeah, we, we did we did well. We we, we got a we, we got a few episodes in. Uh, we 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 got a length of episodes in, uh, and then we, you know, <laughs> no man, I I I'm I'm very excited to try out that dual deck thing. All right. So anyway, let, let's. Uh, just, sorry. Then uh, nothing. I'll uh, I'll say later. Alright, I'm gonna wrap things up. So anyway, if you guys have any questions, concerns, or suggestions for the show, you can contact us at dmbshowgmail.com. Uh, you can also reach us on the Twitter. The show's Twitter account is at dmbshow, and my personal Twitter account is at Norman Sanzo. Uh, Jacob, where can the good people find you? Uh, you can find me on the DeviantArt under the username Yakafontorkar, under the Twitter username Tales of the Ashes. If you're interested in reading the story Toma Rising, you can find it on filmfiction.net. 
And if you're interested in reading an original story featuring anthropomorphic animals in medieval fantasy setting called Tales of the Ashes, you can find it on the talesoftheashes.com. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Go do so, guys. And also, please uh, subscribe and read us on iTunes, YouTube. Don't forget to press the bell icon to stay up to date. And also, stitch radio. Also, like our Facebook page. You can also catch us on forneverlive.com. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash show. If you have free support, you get a week's early access to review and discussion podcasts, exclusive and deleted content, and a huge thank you from me. Talking about thank yous, I would like to thank you, Jacob, Lucky Knight, and also myself, Like, Thank you so much, guys. You are great. So anyway, I have been Norman Sanzo. I'm in Yaka. And we'll guys catch you next week with another fun episode of the show. See ya. Bye-bye.